Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hi, everyone. I'm Sue Omanson. Naperville really started growing in the 1960s from a farming town of about 18,000 to a city of more than 147,000 people today. In this series, we are reflecting on our town's farming heritage that spanned over 120 years. Our first guest is Pam White, a member of the Wagner family, which owned Wagner Farms just south of 95th Street from 1961 until April 2019. The Naperville Park District is grateful to the Wagner family for their support for our new 95th Street Community Plaza opening this summer at Frontier Sports Complex. Thanks so much for being our guest today, Pam. Thank you for having me. Um, Would you tell us how Wagner Farms began and how the family farm and business developed over the years? Sure. Um, My parents, Robert and Evelyn Wagner, sold their vegetable growing farm in Elk Grove Village in 1961 because the area was becoming very industrial and congested. So they found this peaceful little piece of property out in what was then Plainfield at Route 59 and 103rd Street and continued their vegetable growing there. Um, I remember my mom crying when she realized there were absolutely no neighbors or stores within like a, a quite a radius. There were lots of farms, but they were f- set quite a distance away from each other. And um, the closest place to shop was either... Juliet or Aurora. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But she she managed and she made friends and and we as my sister and I grew up, we made friends with the neighbor the neighborhood farm kids and went to school with them and um so it was it, it was quite a big change for my parents to come out to the country which yes. it really was back then. Um, so we ended up renting farmland from some of the neighboring landowners and expanded the amount of vegetables that we were able to grow. So we we farmed a lot of property. Um, in the late 1960s, my dad started growing trees and shrubs, and that's when our wholesale nursery was added to what we did. Um, so the two businesses coordinated quite well. It expanded our season for our employees, so they were able oh, yeah. to work, you know, nine or 10 months out of the year versus just when the vegetable crops were mm-hmm. were growing. Um, so that's that's how it all started. Um, so you mentioned that you grew vegetables um, mm-hmm. for both whole, wholesale and you had a farm market at right. one point too. Right. Um, we, years ago when we first, well, we, when we lived in Elk Grove Village and then when we moved to uh, the Naperville Plainfield area, we grew tomatoes and carrots for the Campbell Soup Company. Oh, cool. Acres and acres of them, yes. So then the uh, the Campbell Soup Company, which was in Chicago, um, closed okay. their plant in Chicago. Oh, went, I think okay. they just went out to California where there's a longer growing season. But, mm-hmm. um, but then we did grow all along. We grew sweet corn and green beans and onions and peppers and squash and pumpkins. One crop we grew a lot of was celeriac, which is a celery. It's called celery root. It's a a root vegetable that Mm -hmm. uh, is kind of an ethnic um, vegetable, but we grew a lot of that. Um, Cucumbers. We had strawberries and rhubarb when we first Mm. started farming in Naperville. Um, We sold 
we sold wholesale to local farm stands. We sold to some small grocery stores. Uh, we sold to the South Water Street Market, which is a wholesale. It was a wholesale market in downtown Chicago. Um, oh, great! And then we sold to some local restaurants too. And then in the in the late 1960s, my sister and I were finally old enough to count change. So we, <laughs> my dad, set us up by the side of the road with a little table, and we sold. Um, corn and tomatoes or whatever else we had excess of. We sold to the cars that drove by, which were very few. But it was a good <laughs> way for kids to learn. You Definitely. Know, not only had we been learning how to grow the stuff and take care of it over the years of growing up, then we were learning how to sell it. So it was kind of my dad knew what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, and you had ownership of that. Yeah, that, yeah. That so that's what, that's what we did until uh, – just a year before we sold the property, we stopped doing the, we stopped running the farm, the farm stand. stand. We stopped growing vegetables to try to concentrate on liquidating our nursery stock. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, oh. it, it went from, you know, selling a bushel or two of corn in a whole day to, <laughs> to being a very busy highway that yes. we were on. So um, I know when my dad bought the farm in Plainfield, I remember him telling us that he bought that piece of property because it was um, at a corner. He liked that mm -hmm. idea. Plus he said mm -hmm. you had a road that at the time wasn't busy at all. However, it connected um, the tollways, you know, yes. and freeways, and it was, you know, an easy way to get from major cities. So that was his thinking way back when. And He was smart he was, and strategic. Smart. Yes, he was. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think some people thought he was crazy for going way out as far as he did, because in 1961, Naperville and the Plainfield area was like nothing but farmland. Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess there's a little downtown, but you probably couldn't buy too many things. No, there. but it was very little, very, very mm -hmm. little downtown. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, so the busy road you're talking about is Route 59, Correct. right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that farm stand started with you and your sister. Yes. That's really neat. Yes. <laughs> How old were you at the time? Um, I was probably. 10. Wow. My sister was probably seven. So we oh. were just old enough to know how to count change. Yeah. And, you know, that's um, so cool. So yeah, those, those were, those were good days. Those are good. Oh good yeah. yeah. One of the questions I had was, um, I wondered if you could describe some of the tastes and smells and sights and sounds of a typical day, like growing up on a farm. Well, what I remember most was fresh air. Just mm. the the smell of fresh air, the smell of um, corn when it was starting to tassel, probably because I, I had allergies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it still had a really good, like just a, a good smell. You could almost tell that it was re getting ready to, to, to be picked. Um, the smell of tomato plants. I don't know. Oh. I still love the smell of tomato plants. Um, you must have had a lot of them on the Yes, farm. yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, and as far as sounds, it was it was just totally quiet. There were mm -hmm. it, there was no traffic to speak of. I mean, if a, if a truck went by, it was like, oh, I think a truck's going by. It was random that there would be traffic. Okay. Um, birds. There, of course, were mm -hmm. so many more birds back then than there are now because it was just just oh. a wooded, just a country area. Right. And as far as tastes, I. We just ate a lot of vegetables. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I can remember growing when we grew a lot of strawberries, just going to the field and picking a strawberry oh. and eating it 
oh, you know, fresh. ripen down the vine and warm from the sun. And mm. those are just things that I oh. remember too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the things that I think we're discovering now, uh, rediscovering for kids to get involved in growing, you know, that they, they will, growing vegetables, that they will actually discover that they like them. Right, right. If they <laughs> you know, have a part in growing them. Yeah. That they will eat more. I think you're right. And speaking of like ways to be healthy, um, I imagine that no one needed to worry about getting enough exercise on a farm. No, we didn't. There was none of that. Uh, We were always helping in the fields. We were helping plant, helping pull weeds. Nobody liked to do that, but Mm -hmm. but we did it. Uh, We also helped pick pick the produce and uh, packing it, and then, of course, selling it. Um, For fun, we rode bikes. We rode bikes in the field. We rode bikes around the block, which is kind of funny because the block was like... (laughs) Uh, what was the block? It was, the block was Book Road. We would ride over to Book Road and then come up. I think we would end up on Naperville Plainfield Road sometimes. I don't know. It was a long ride, but it was fun. My yeah. mom didn't worry about us. Yeah. Um, and then we used to play games. We had a, a one neighbor that had two kids. And then we had some of our employees that lived on the property during the okay. growing season. So we would always get a group of us together at night and play kick the can or baseball or oh, just fun. catch catch lightning bugs or yes. just do normal stuff, but mm-hmm. but normal country stuff. It wasn't like mm-hmm. in the city where you, you know, ran down to the playground or anything. It was, we yeah. just made do with what we had, but we were usually tired mm-hmm. by the end of the day. So you know, we'd play for play for a little while. It was dark. We came in, went to bed. Yeah. And do you have any particular favorite memory from the farm? Uh, one of my favorite things that I would love to go back and do again was going out after dinner. And uh, I'd go with my dad and we'd go out and pick more tomatoes, just the mm. two of us. And we would pick oh. mosquitoes would be terrible. and <laughs> But we'd have some nice, good conversations and um, when oh. it finally got dark, we couldn't see what we were doing anymore. We would go in, but um, just oh, little things like that. It was just just nice to to remember. Um, there was always excitement in the spring when it was planting season. Um, I remember summer rains being exciting because it would be mm-hmm. hot and dry, and the crops were suffering, and we weren't irrigating, of course. So we just were at the right. mercy of the weather. So I remember right. when it would ra- rain in the summer, it was a big deal. I remember being, like I said before, being really tired at the end of a long day. And I don't know, that's that's a good tired when you it know is. you're not tired from just being bored. I think some sometimes you go to bed and you toss and you turn because you weren't physically active enough. But mm-hmm. I grew up being tired at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is for good makes for good sleep. It does. It does. Right. How how early in the morning did you get up? Oh, I don't remember. I would, mm. I would guess we'd be up by five or five thirty. Oh, um, no. When when it was sweet corn season, back when we wholesaled a lot of sweet corn, um, I was the tractor, one of the tractor drivers. Uh, the guys, cool. the guys that worked for us, would pick the corn into a wagon, and I would drive the tractor. So in the summer, it was fine. I would get up and drive the tractor. But then when school started they started to pick corn early enough in the morning that I could get 
the tractor oh. driving in before the bus came. <laughs> yes. Oh my. So it was double duty. That's but, a lot. Yeah. But that's those a lot. are good memories too. I I mean I it just yeah. you you just do what you have to to pitch in and mm-hmm. you know, you learn what families do and and the value of hard work, uh, the value of, of starting a job and making sure you finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I learned that from watching the every year, you know, planting a seed and then watch, taking care of it throughout the growing season and then being able to harvest the product. Oh, yeah. At, you know, at harvest time, it's 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 a it's a continual process. Mm -hmm. The one good thing was with farming, which is not true with a lot of things, but if you have a really bad year, one year, you get the opportunity to try again next year. I think we were taught on the farm to learn respect for each other, um, for employees and customers Mm -hmm. alike. I think we were taught that um, Mm -hmm. early on. Um, And also another interesting thing that I was, I've always tried to teach my kids and now I'm trying to teach my grandkids that if you have a good year and and you make good money, which, mm-hmm. you know, if all things go well, we had a good year at the farm. Mm-hmm. But just because you have a good year doesn't mean you spend every single penny that you have. You have to yeah. put as much of it away as you can because the next year might not be a good year. And I think mm-hmm. that's a good way to live your life going forward, no matter if you're in farming or not, yes. that you have to what, save for rainy day, that kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I know you mentioned when you first moved there, there weren't very many people around. Mm-hmm. But then as the community of Naperville has grown, um, you have become part of that community. We always donated extra produce to local food pantries. That was mm-hmm. always big so for good. us. We yeah. hate, just hated the thought of having too much of something and, and having it go to waste. Uh, we also supported other small businesses in the area, whether it be um, – a mechanic that would help us work, you know, work on equipment or restaurants if we decided to go, you know, get dinner one night. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we felt like that that was important too that small businesses support each other. Yeah, so we and I continue to try to do that too. I I still think that's very important. Buying local is a great is the way to support local farmers. Yeah. Go directly to the source of where the product comes from, if at all you can, whether it be a farm stand where you can buy your fresh produce, or if you can find a, a farmer that that raises cattle and you can buy the meat directly from him or eggs, honey, anything that you can get directly from the source, I mm-hmm. think is is really very important. Well, I um, I can't thank you enough for taking time um, to share some of your um, past experience on the farm with all of our our listeners and wish you well and thank you for being part of Naperville for so long and for providing all those tasty, healthy vegetables and beautiful shrubs and trees for so many. And we, uh, we miss the farm and we'll always remember that as part of our heritage. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Sue. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.